to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you the truth, rather than the, rather than the other, when this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen. So that's uh, a few verses from Luke, uh, Luke 18, chapter 9 to 14, if you want to look it up yourself. And uh, if anything, today, um, I want you not to listen to a word I'm saying and only to listen to what God's saying today. So if all you do is look at the passage behind me and take away from today something totally different from what I'm saying, I'm really happy with that. So we're just going to pray as we come to God's word that he will speak to us. Yeah, Jesus, I thank you that you are always speaking, that you are always uh, reaching out to your children, reaching out to your family. So I pray today that uh, nothing would get in the way of us hearing what it is that you have for us today, what it is that you want to say to us as individuals and as a church. Amen. So where is your confidence? So the Pharisee is very confident. Where is your confidence today? What do you put your trust in? You'll find as I'm speaking today, most of what I've got to say is questions, so it's a lot to think about rather than me giving you any answers. Uh, so yeah, so where's your confidence? What do you put your trust in? Are you sure of your own righteousness? And even if those things are good, even if it's good that you're sure of your standing in God, does it cause you to look down on others? Not just to look down on those who are less than ourselves, but like this Pharisee, to look down on others who we think are maybe more immoral than we are, those who are maybe outwardly rich and doing a job we despise, looking down on those we think of as contributing to the problems in our society. Jesus looks to the ones who think of themselves as righteous. That's who he's speaking to. He's speaking to the Pharisee. He's looking to them and he wants to speak to them. He wants them to hear what he has to say. So whoever you are today, whether you've been looked down on or you've maybe looked down on a few people this week, Jesus wants to speak to you today. People of many backgrounds come to pray. This morning across the world, there'll be people from all over the place coming to God to pray. None are refused by God as they walk in, but some are changed by the time they walk out. We walk in and out of our prayer spaces and sometimes there are people that we recognize who are similar to us as we walk into those spaces and sometimes there are people that we don't recognize at all. Many people will be praying today and Jesus welcomes them all. So let's look at the Pharisee in Jesus's story. So in some transcripts it reads that he was praying to himself and I wonder if any of you have ever had a time when, when you're praying, 
you are praying to God, but you're kind of also really just praying to yourself. You may be processing what's going on, and maybe all of your words are for your own benefit, or maybe for the benefit of others. Sometimes if you're praying for someone who's in a difficult situation, or you're praying for someone and you think you've got something that they need to hear, you're kind of praying to God, but also you're praying for them. Uh, you're praying so that they can hear you. Uh, and yeah, so who it is that you're speaking to. And as we come to prayer uh, later today, yeah, I just want to keep that at the forefront of your mind, who it is that you're speaking to, what it is, who it is that you're coming to as you're praying. And so sometimes we just get wrapped up in our own words, in our own thoughts, in our own um, rituals of coming into church and saying particular prayers at particular times. Um, maybe if you're wrapped up in the religious world like this Pharisee was, maybe if you're wrapped up in the religious world, the ritual becomes detached from the reality. And Jesus is making that point that the Pharisees lost touch with reality in this situation. That there's just a ritual and a shouting out of look at me and speaking to God out of who he thinks uh, he is as a person rather than who he thinks God is. So he's coming and he is thanking God. I thank you that I am not like other people. So I wonder what you're thankful for today. <laughs> So I really hope that you're not in here today thinking, I thank you that I'm not like other people. Um, but maybe maybe that's what you've come and you're thankful that you have something that somebody doesn't else have or that you're in a position uh, to come to God today. So just want to spend a little minute thinking, what are you thankful for today as you come into this place? I was reading some of my journals last night and I at one point had written down what is it that I wanted <laughs> which is a dangerous prayer in itself um, but actually at that time I was in yeah about to be without a job and I'd been for job interviews uh, and I was like okay God what I really want is to be able to serve this community and be who you've made me to be here in White Inch and God has answered that prayer and I am thankful for that. I am thankful that the, the job and the role that I have is an answer to the prayer that I had at that time when I didn't know where I was going to be next and what I was going to do. I'm thankful that God has put me uh, in that place and has held me in that place uh, in my job. So are you like this Pharisee? Are you trying to get close to God by listing what it is that you have done for him or how you follow the rules? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm coming, I'm like, well, do you know what? I've done this, this, and this today. Or, well, do you know what? I haven't done this, this, and this today. So, do you know what? God, answer my prayer. Or, here I am. Here are the reasons why. Here are the things that I'm going to do in order to be ready to pray for you. I'm going give to give away this money. I'm going to um, fast. I'm going to set aside this time. And then it's an exchange. I'm going I'm to do all of this for you, and then you're going to give me something back in return. I guess I was also thinking this week about how the Pharisee was looking at his income as something that he gets and then tithes something that he gives. And I was thinking how sometimes when the things that we have, whether financial or uh, our family situations or other things that we have, do we think of them as something that we have earned and that we have got and then what we give to God is just our giving? I think you kind of missed the point that everything we're given is a gift from God. And we give back to him out of love as well as obedience. So our tithes and our offerings and our time and our talents and all the things that we give to God aren't supposed to be 
a set amount that we just decide and that's what we're going to do and we just follow the rules and the rules are important but actually it's supposed to be out of a place of love out of a place of gratitude for all that God has given us uh, in Hosea, Hosea 6 verse 6 says for I desire mercy not sacrifice an acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings and in the New Living Translation it uh, says it this way I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. So as we come in today, maybe thinking about what we have bought and what we bring to God, but actually he is here to show us love and that's what he's looking for from us, for for our love. So yeah, so some of us might be thinking, I thank you, God, that I am not like this Pharisee. <laughs> so maybe you're like, I'm really glad I'm not this person. So there must have been people listening to Jesus at this time who are getting just a little bit uncomfortable um, because he paints this picture and then he paints this picture of the Pharisee and then he paints this picture of someone who wants to acknowledge God and to know him, the tax collector. He stood at a distance. I wonder if any of you have ever been in a room where you are so impressed by somebody in that room that you just kind of take a few steps back and you sort of let everybody else speak to them or um, engage with that. And you're just like, I'm just going to take a step back from this. Such awe that we have sometimes around particular people. Or maybe it's not a person, but a painting or a piece of nature or even an architectural structure that is given uh, inspired awe in us when you were taking that step back when you were thinking if you can think of a time where you were just like I'm just going to step back and admire this thing were you stepping back so that everyone would look at you stepping back (laughs) were you doing that for anyone else's benefit probably not you're just doing that for your own benefit you're not thinking in your stepping back and you're humbling yourself you're not thinking i hope everybody notices how humble i am as i take a step back from this person as i uh, give give them space and or and or i come to them humbly and that's the point in jesus's uh, story here the tax collector isn't being humble so that everybody knows that he's humble <laughs> that's not that's not the point humbling yourself before god is uh, it's not about being humble before other people it's a personal thing it's a personal thing between you and God, how you approach him and how you look at him. Everybody listening to this story that Jesus is telling knew the reputation of tax collectors. In fact, even though we don't live at the time, uh, any of you have been to church for a long time, even now we know that reputation that tax collectors in the Bible at that time had. Some of us here have led a life that comes with a reputation. And some of us know that our reputation with God doesn't always match up to our outward appearances. In those moments, we dare not even lift up our eyes before opening our mouths. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Now that should be the prayer of everyone coming to the Lord to pray. However, Jesus doesn't just stop there. He doesn't stop with the God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Sometimes in our Christian tradition, we get a bit stuck there, get a bit stuck on here are all my sins, here are all my failings, here are all the things that I have done wrong. God, you barely even want to come near me or touch me or be close to me. But actually, Jesus explains that actually this person becomes justified. This person has that transformation in their life because they approach God in humility. 
And as I was looking at this verse in verse 14, he's justified. It's justified, it's pleasing to God, it's made right with him. Jesus is reaching out to the people he's speaking to to reveal how to get close to God. He's desperate for those listening. The Pharisees, the tax collectors, the people who are known as sinners, the people who aren't known but are sinners, the people who are hangers-on, the older people, the younger people, the people who are like, this is the first time I've heard what Jesus is saying. What is he saying? <laughs> or the people who have been like, yeah, I've heard Jesus say this message before. I know what he's talking about. This is a thing I've heard before. He is desperate for those listening to him to come close to God. And further on, in Luke chapter 19, when Jesus actually does go to the house of a real tax collector, his words are this. Today, salvation has come to this house. That is what Jesus is concerned about. He's not concerned about the outward signs of giving. He's not concerned about long prayers. And he's not concerned about actions that simply imply a closeness to God. But salvation. We concern ourselves with many things. But salvation is Jesus' life work and the way to be made right with God. So as we come to him in prayer today, have a look at him. Don't bother looking at who you think the Pharisees are or who you think the tax collectors are or who, how anyone else is behaving in this room or in your life or in the media or in the world. Have a look at yourself. I will have a look at myself. And we're going to come humbly before God as we pray today.